0: Since its establishment in 2010, the Presidential Management Fellows Program, now called Pathways, has brought thousands of students and recent graduates into federal service. This year's class is smaller than last year's, but the program remains vital. We get more now from Margot Conrad, Director for Federal Workforce Programs at the Partnership for Public Service. And Margot, we now know that the, uh, the finalists are in. What's, what's going on right now?
1: Absolutely. So thanks for having me today. So, yes, the Presidential Management Fellows um, uh, finalists have now been uh, selected, and we know that there were over 4,000 applications for this prestigious program in government, and about 351 applicants were selected as finalists.
0: And these applicants come from current students in college and recent graduates, so there's an age limit to who can apply?
1: Yeah, so the program is focused um, on targeting outstanding current or recent graduates, folks who are finishing their master's degree programs right now or who have just recently finished their degrees. Um, and this includes master's degrees, PhDs, uh, law degrees. And so these folks are um, really the top, top talent that are going to be uh, coming into our federal government and really help to um, bring innovation and new ideas and hopefully help agencies build that new talent pipeline for the future.
0: And who decides on the candidates?
1: So the Office of Personnel Management, they have a a pretty rigorous uh, selection process that they go through. So there's the Presidential Management Fellowship Program is housed there, and they do the initial uh, screening and selection process. And then from there, there's actually going to be a virtual hiring fair coming up in January, and agencies have the ability to do further assessments and interviews and make the final selections.
0: So agencies then get to select people that might be uh, in the field in which they have a specialty.
1: Exactly. So what's really terrific about this group is the current finalists, they range uh, with many different backgrounds and 56 different disciplines from over 100 different academic institutions and folks that uh, have applied from all over the world. So it's a really diverse group of talent and the agencies are able to select those folks. Some may have you know, backgrounds in cybersecurity or IT. Others may have backgrounds in international relations. So they have an opportunity to really find the right talent that's a good fit for their organization.
0: And once an agency decides, yeah, that person would be a great fit, they don't have to go through the whole standard merit-based application and acceptance process?
1: So OPM has done the initial process on the front end, and then agencies will be able to do um, final vetting on the back end and ensure that veterans' preferences applied, and they will be able to bring these folks on board directly.
0: And do these people become instantly permanent civil servants, or is there a time limit to how long they can serve?
1: is, it's a two-year leadership development program. And I should mention that actually starting last year, OPM has developed and is running a robust leadership development program as part of this. So these fellows will get uh, an, about 100 hours of additional training to really help them develop while they're part of the program. Um, and then in completing this two-year uh, fellowship, the agencies have the ability to convert them and bring them on non-competitively into the Federal Civil Service so I think that's probably what your prior question was was trying to get at um, they have the agencies can really focus on this group and have these uh, fellows if they're high performing and a good fit for their agency they can become um, part of the broader uh, talent pool in their organization long term
0: and do we have any sense of the conversion rate say of every thousand that come in through this program since 2010 there's been several thousand I imagine do we know what percentage tends to Say, yeah, I want to become permanent as a civil servant?
1: It's a good question. Um, We don't have great data right now on the exact conversion rates, but I will say that they're lower than we'd like to see here at the partnership. Um, We really are encouraging agencies on the front end to be doing strategic workforce planning so that. They, when they go out to this virtual hiring fair and they interview the talent and make the offer, that on the back end, they know that in two years they really will be putting aside slots and will be looking to fill them with this talent, assuming that it's the right, the right fit for the organization. So I think there's more that can be done to ensure that agencies are converting these individuals um, and really viewing this as their primary leadership development and talent pipeline mechanism.
0: We're speaking with Margot Conrad, Director for Federal Workforce Programs at the Partnership for Public Service. So maybe the missing data point is not so much the conversion rate, but how many that want to convert have the opportunity provided by the agency.
1: Correct. I think there's a lot that can be done to really ensure that agencies, like I said, on the front end are planning. And also, um, I think OPM can do more to look at what are the opportunities for um, allowing this talent to be converted by other agencies. So, um, right now, I think there are some barriers that need to be addressed on this front, but if somebody has uh, participated as a PMF in one agency and has gone through this prestigious leadership development training and program, and are a great fit for government, if that agency doesn't have the ability to convert them, we should look for opportunities to have other agencies uh, hire that talent.
0: Yes, because it's probably safe to say that if someone went through the bother or the effort to apply for this program, they really wanted to be in public service in some manner
1: correct exactly i mean this is the whole purpose of this program is it's a really a prestigious leadership development program and it's it's the goal is to be building a cadre of future leaders for our country and so it's really top talent and we want to make sure especially with all the vetting that's gone through and then the investment that these agencies are making and training and developing and providing a good experience. We really want to make sure there's opportunities to keep this talent.
0: The partnership has noted that the graduating, if you will, class, the incoming class at 351 is smaller than previous years. Is this a trend over the last several years or what do you make of the numbers or is there anything to be interpreted from them?
1: Sure. And what I should flag is that the 351 are the finalists, but they still have to go on and actually be selected by the agencies. Um, so, they're, it's not the, the final number at this point. Um, but. What we have seen is that at least since last year, there has been a decline in both the number of applications and in the number of finalists selected, and we don't really know what that means, um, and certainly you could, you could speculate, but I think that what really matters here is that we still have a very sizable application pool of over 4,000. Um, it's a very competitive selection process, and ultimately what matters is that we have a high-quality, high-caliber candidate pool of um, a fin- a finalists here for agencies to select, and it doesn't really matter what the numbers are. What matters is, is the quality.
0: Sure, and since 2010, the launch of the program, there has been a steadily improving economy, because in 2010, it w- there was still recovery from the low point of 2008 recession. So it could be that as the economy grows stronger, people have more opportunities.
1: That's very possible. And the other thing I'll say is that even though the number of finalists is a little bit lower this year, that isn't necessarily a bad thing because one of the things OPM has been doing is working really hard with agencies in advance to identify how many positions they actually need to fill. And they're trying to, to get better about actually aligning the number of finalists selected with the number of placements that agencies need. Um, in the past, we've seen sometimes that there aren't it that actually get placements. And so I think they're trying to close that gap. And that may be part of the reason why you're seeing a smaller finalist pool.
0: And then what is the timeline now between this Final or the selection of the finalists and the actual ingestion of people and agencies, how long does that take?
1: There's actually going to be a hiring fair, a virtual hiring fair taking place in January. On January uh and what will be great at this point is that um agencies are gonna have, you know, opportunities there, but then also um they don't have to do it through the fair. They can post the positions that they have available um with the PMF office and they will put that on the central uh talent management website and they the candidates will have the finalists will have an opportunity to, to to get information about what the different positions are, and agencies will be able to also um, make offers to the finalists. So um, the, the good news is that the eligibility period, the current finalists have a full year for agencies to take advantage of, uh, of their status and to be able to hire them. Um, and they can hire them throughout throughout this year through, through next November.
0: Marco Conrad is Director for Federal Workforce Programs at the Partnership for Public Service. As always, thanks so much.
1: Thanks for having
0: me. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.